1: Well, it's true, everybody. I'm back and I am excited. I am in it to win it and I'm motivated. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. You know I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to come on and be with you, 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 you. That's why I'm here for you, to help you to do more, to be more, to achieve more, to go bigger, better, greater, greater grander and higher in all your exploits and all your activities and to make you wealthy in every way that we can, whether it's financial, whether it's health, whether it's a uh, relationship, whether it's uh, informational capital, or whether it's in your expertise in your information, we want you to be wealthy so that you can make a difference in a lot, not only your life, not only your family's life, but in the family three or four or five generations from now, because of what you, have created today so welcome to the willy jolly wealthy way show If you're listening on podcast welcome to that and if you're listening because somebody sent it to you bravo 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 because that's what we're asking all our listeners to do send it to people who need encouragement uplift and inspiration they you know friends don't let friends stay mediocre. Come on, somebody. <laughs> we want the best and the brightest. So that's what we do. Now, I take a moment to thank all of you. Then, you know, I take a moment to thank God for life and strength and health. I give him glory for just being here. You know, it. it this this is not a gimme, you know? Getting here another day is a, is a blessing. And I thank God for every day, every day. And I take a moment on every show to give God glory for life and strength, health. And I thank him for that. And I thank him for my friends. I got one of my great friends on. I'm going to tell you about them in a moment. Before I do that, though, I'm going to tell you about my sponsor, another group of friends. And I am so grateful. I want to take a moment and a minute to to thank our sponsors, Truist Financial. Two great banks came together, and they created an even greater, bigger, incredible bank called Truist. They have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Now, with a combined resource of incredible uh, impact they uh, they have created this bank that is got collective passion and continuous pursuit of innovation and excellence and they're opening the doors truist has opened the door to a better financial experience to help people and businesses achieve more all over america so see what the future of finance is shaping up to be at truest.com. that's dot com. Truist Bank is a member, F-D-I-C. Well, I told you that I am blessed because of you. I give God glory. I'm blessed because of that. I'm thankful for my sponsor. And then I'm thankful for my friends. I've got some of the best friends on the planet who are uh, friends of mine from the speaking business, from the thought leader industry, and they are so uh, gracious. That's the right word, gracious, because they are busy. All of them are busy. And when I call them, they say, man, I'll make some time for you. This is another one. He's a Hall of Fame speaker. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the icons, one of the gurus in uh, helping people to uh, create impactful brands and to, to grow their value in the marketplace by their value in people's brains. He travels around the world, helping leaders and companies thrive in the brave new business of increased consumer expectations. He helps his clients and audiences uncover creative solutions and messaging strategies that can future proof i like that word future proof their brands in a world of constant disrupt- disruption we all see companies being disrupted because their brands are unable to stand up in the long ta- for the long haul uh, my friend uh, his name is bruce turkel and bruce's clients include fortune 500 companies all over the globe. He brings these creative solutions to keynotes, to consulting, to just helping them to grow. He founded Turkel Brands, a global brand consultancy that has worked with clients, including uh, Discovery, uh, Bacardi, Miami, uh, uh jewish health systems uh he if you can go on and on and on uh, uh nike american express charles Schwab, city Corp. uh i mean just one after another and then he has written a number of great books he is is on television almost all the time i mean i almost can't go a couple of days without seeing this dude on television on the business channels talking to, talking to people about growing their business he is uh, a spokesman for so many uh, companies who have used him. He's global because he's not just on American television, but on global television. He has been featured in the New York Times, Fast Company, Communications Arts, Ad Week, Speakers Magazine. He was on the front of Speaker Magazine. I saw it. He has best selling books. We got a new one just came out. By the way, he also is a musician. He plays the harmonica out of this world, and he's my good buddy. He says he also is a marathon runner. You could, you might be the one who. Just passed him because he's a slow runner, but he's better runner than me, runner. (laughs) He's my dear friend, the one and
0: only Bruce Turkell. Bruce, my main man, how are you? Willie, that was astounding. I gotta tell you two things. Number one, the first people I'm gonna have listen to this are my mom and my wife because (laughs) they have never thought of me the way you just described me. Number two, I gotta tell you, talking about music, when I was in high school, I was in the marching band, I was a trumpet player. And you know, Ah. We would practice, we would rehearse all the time, but the drum major, the head guy, Don Horn was his name. He would never rehearse in front of us. He would tell us what to do, but he wouldn't rehearse. And then we'd be on the field, but you know, the football team would come out and do that little thing to introduce the band. And then they would do that little thing after we played, but we'd play in the middle and he would come out and he would do a new routine and he'd be swinging the stick and throwing the stick and high stepping and blowing the whistle and flipping around. And we'd all be going, Man, look at that, week after week after week. And I gotta tell you, listening to you just do that, it just took me back. I was on the field, in my uniform, holding my trumpet, and I was watching you, and you were just on fire,
1: dude. Thank you. For
0: that. Uh, thank you, thank you. Well,
1: I gave him the thumbnail sketch of who you are, where you came from. I know you're, you're living in Miami now, but where did Bruce Turkell come from, and what is it that people know him for globally?
0: Well, I was, I was actually born in, my, I was born on South Beach. I was born in Miami Beach. I wow, had,
1: before South Beach became South before Beach.
0: Before South Beach was South Beach, I was on South Beach. And I'll tell you, I had a lot to do with it becoming South Beach because mm. Miami Tourism was, when I started my business, was our, one of our first large clients. And you may not remember this, but way back when, there was a, Miami was on the front page of Time Magazine with a headline that said, Paradise Lost. Mm. Because we had all kinds of problems going on here. Miami Vice was an example of that, the TV show. And then a few years later, after we did what we did, Miami became the hottest, the hippest tourist destination, pretty much one of the top three in the country and one of the top five or six in the world. Wow. And from that, I was able to get into a bunch of other areas. We did work in in all over Latin America. We did work in Puerto Rico and lots of different companies, showing them not how to change what they do, because Just like you're a master, what you do, most folks who are smart enough and ambitious enough to listen to your program are good at what they do, right? You don't get the type Bs and the type Cs because they wouldn't take time out of their not so busy schedules.
1: Right, right.
0: We get the type A's who say, yeah, I got a hundred things to do, but this is going to make me better. So I tell them all the time, I don't help change what they do. I change the perception of what they do. I show them how to message it.
1: Well, and that's what I want people to know is, and that's a great, great, great thought. He helps you to get your word out, get your brand uh, 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 made aware. Because most people who have some skill or talent are good at that skill or talent, and they're always trying to improve it, hopefully. And like he said, the, the A people are always working on it, the B people, to work on it most of the time, but the C people have been comfortable with being comfortable at being mediocre. You know, C is the top the top of the the bottom and the bottom of the top, as I like to say, you know. So it's right in the middle. It's a not how to cold is lukewarm. And, you know, that's, that's nowhere I'm to be. I'm stealing
0: that. I'm stealing that. <laughs> the top of the bottom and the bottom of the top. They don't call it average for nothing.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. But when you are on your way to do something big, it takes a brand. Now, now, Bruce, you are the guru. You are the guy in America, for branding. Everybody knows that in NSA, the National Speakers Association, when you want branding advice, you call Bruce Turkel. That's the bottom line. You call Bruce Turkel. But, you know, I want to say to to you, and I'm sure people will will say that everybody kind of now knows what branding means, kind of. But it isn't a word that has been around that long in my estimation. I remember it kind of coming into being, coming into popularity maybe 15, 20 years ago. Before that, you talked about your reputation. They talked about what is a brand? Kind of give us a little insight into what a brand is and how you build a brand and why it's so important. Maybe we better start with the why and then uh, what it is and how.
0: Sure. The why the why is easy, but it's a little counterintuitive. So barely- okay. We all decide we want to do something. That something could be we want to be bakers, we want to be attorneys, we want to be pilots, we want to be nurses or physicians. It's all based on function, and we study function. If okay. you want to be a speaker, you and I are both speakers. We came from different paths, but we had to learn stagecraft, right. stage skills, pacing. You, I know you had a a, uh, a church background that helped. That's you. right. I had an yep. entertainment background that helped me but we learn how to get an audience to pay attention. How to right? you learn all those things? That is your stage craft. Those are your functions. If you're a baker, you learn what you mix together to make the pies taste good. If you're a physician, you learn if you're a a landscaper, whatever it is, we all base our businesses on function. The problem is, if you build your reputation and you build your awareness based on function, then you become one of many. Because- Mm. Look, if I need a speaker, I can call you or me or the 3,000 members of the National Speakers Association or probably the other 3,000 professional speakers who are not in the association or probably any university professor who gets up in front of an audience, a class, and talks. And then you say, yeah, 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 but wait a second. I speak on leadership or I speak on diversity or I speak on branding. Okay, great. So now you just cut your odds from 30,000 to one to 3,000 to one. And then you say, oh, but I have this function or that function. All right. But the still, the competitive set is enormous. But if I want Willie Jolly up on that stage, guess what? No one else will do. And what will people say? Oh, he's as good as Willie. Oh, he's as engaging as Willie. He's as entertaining as Willie. He can sing like Willie. Well, A, we know that's not true. But B, then you might as well get Willie, right? <laughs> right. not your function. You know, I play in a lot of bands and the guitar player will tell me next week, I'm going to play an E7 suspended fourth minor chord in that fill. That's going to be awesome. I go, well, yeah, it's going to be awesome to musicians. The audience ain't going to notice. They're not Mm. going to care one iota. So that's the counterintuitive thing. And I can't stress it enough. It's not what you do. People don't choose what you do. They choose who you are. Wow,
1: that's exactly right. Now, now brand was now that how the brand and the reputation
0: are kind of similar. Or well, a reputation is a component of your brand. Because okay. people will say all the time, oh, that's a nice brand, pointing at a logo, or oh, that's a nice brand pointing at a tagline, or that's a nice brand, pulling a newspaper article, or mentioning your reputation. But brand is bigger than that. Brand is the pers- oh, stop! Stop, oh, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to do a
1: cliffhanger. I'm going to do a cliffhanger. I want y'all all to stay around so he can tell you what a brand is and how to get yours. Oh, this is good. You can't go nowhere. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, <laughs> your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. It's about your attitude. It's not your attitude. It's
0: all about your attitude.
1: It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's all about your attitude. back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast. It airs all over America on, on the radio network and then it airs globally on our podcast and we want to thank all of the folks who've been sharing it on podcast and I specifically want to shout out all my millennials and my Gen X and Gen Y's and Gen Z's. All of y'all who have been p- p- putting it all out on the world web and the Twitter and, and Uh, on that Twitter, you know, (laughs) Uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, you've been telling your friends, you got to hear Dr. Willie Jolly and his podcast. So I want to thank you all. Continue to do that. And I want to encourage everybody, everybody, everybody to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. It's a site we created that I hadn't seen anything like it before we did it, which is one site that has about 10 other sites all on it, all my websites, my my uh, business website, my personal development website, my motivational music website, my youth motivation website, our marriage website, our faith-based website, all of them all on one place, winwithwilly.com. Some music's there that will encourage and inspire you, and it will bless you to be able to get inspired in the, in that process. And then sign up for our newsletter so you can get our daily one-minute Monday through Friday, one minute motivational message that we send to our list globally. Now, my guest is the number one, uh, in my estimation, and most people's estimation, the National Speakers Association for uh, for sure. He's the number one brand guru in the world. He's the brand. He's the brand guy. Everybody knows him, and he he is well known for transforming good into exceptional, fantastic, and drawing people to want to spend money with you because he understands how important it is to have a brand. Now, he was just telling us reputation is a part of branding, but now he's about to tell you all what a brand is and then how you develop your brand. Bruce Turkell, Thank you, Bruce, for joining me.
0: Thank you, Willie. I'm just loving this. I got to tell you. So I'm going to tell a little story about how in you how you and I met. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I remember it like it was yesterday. And okay. it's gonna explain what a brand is. Okay. So this was the National Speakers Association. It was 2002. You'd been a member, an important member for years and years, but it was my first meeting. Okay. And I had been told that there's a group of folks who get together and play music and I should bring some instrument with me and I could play some music. We were at the, at the Orlando, the Marriott world in Orlando.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And that group is sitting there in the lobby and there's, you know, a whole bunch of guitar players and I'm an average guitar player and I played a little bit, but they were going around the room, but there was a guy there who played harmonica. That's really my instrument. Um, and to be fair, he wasn't very good, but he knew everybody there and he was playing every song. And nobody wants to hear two harmonicas. That's like against the law, you know? So <laughs> I didn't really get to play. I was just sitting there, but I was having a good time and they were all playing and playing and playing and they all knew each other. And I didn't know anybody. And you come walking by, you were not in that group. And Mike Rayburn, astounding virtuoso guitar player, says, the greatest, really, yes. really, The greatest for sure. Willie, yeah. really, come sing a song with us. And so you came over and I didn't know you. I, I knew you because you had been up on stage and I knew you, but I didn't know you personally. Right. And Willie, come sing a song with us. So you were very gracious and you came over and you were dressed to the nines and you were looking sharp. And they picked out a song, to be honest, I don't remember what it was. And you sang it just beautifully. And mm-hmm. then you said, um, they said, Willie, what do you want to sing? And you said, you know, I want to sing a little song. Uh, it's called Spooky. Do you mm-hmm. all know Spooky? Yes. And all the guitar players looked at each other because you know, it's got a lot of strange changes in it. Right. In fact, the rhythm section that did it, they have incredible guitar players and they're all looking at each other. But of course, Mike Rayburn is, you know like you said, the best of the best. And Mike says, I can play it. Right. So Mike starts playing it and its chords are changing and it's an F sharp minor and it goes into B flat and, and you're singing and you're killing it. And this harmonica guy, he doesn't know how to play this song. So <laughs> I'm saying to him, It's a minor, you gotta play in third position. It's B flat, so play an A flat harp in third position. He doesn't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) like like this. And I take out the harmonica and I lean over and I do a little thing for him. And he looks at me like I'm crazy. And he just kind of goes like, you know, like you play. Well, I happen to know that song, I had played it in bands. So comes around to the solo, you turn around, you go to point at him, he's not holding the harp, I'm holding the harp. You pointed me and I gotta say no bragging here but I tore it up pretty good
1: you gave it I mean you killed it that's what you did
0: <laughs> okay thank you and then and we had a lot of fun and Mike and I traded off licks and we had a great time. I was now part of the group okay yes. it was a great evening you and I met Mike and I became friends on and on and on that guy slunk off into obscurity which okay <laughs> right now what does this have to do with branding? Yes. because here's the key. A good brand makes people feel good. Oh, look what I got. Look what I bought. Look where I'm going, right? Good brand makes people feel good. But a great brand makes people feel good about themselves. Woo! Say that one more time. That's, That's brilliant. Say it again. Good brand makes people feel good. But a great brand makes people feel good about themselves. So you are a great brand because you made us all feel good when you were singing because, man, you got pipes and you got style and you got rhythm. You got it all. You're the whole package. We all felt good. But then you turn to Rayburn and you let him play and he plays a solo and he's just feeling good about himself. Yeah. And then you looked at me and you gave me the hit it, pal. You didn't know me from Adam. Right. And I did it. And I just got I just got goosebumps, Willie. Yeah. That's what I call, by the way, a GBM, a goosebump moment. That's where right. you know, you're firing on all cylinders. And you made me feel good about myself. You made me feel like I was part of the group. I was welcome there. Now, you had to go somewhere. So we got done. Everyone applauds. You said something really nice about my plan, and you got up and left. And someone said, you know that is, That's Dr. Willie Jolly. You know, <laughs> what? Your brand blew up because... Wow. Not because you were so talented. Your your function, your singing ability is critical. You got to be good yes. at it, right? But you didn't make yourself look good. You made us look good. That's what a brand does.
1: Wow. What a great analogy and illustration about branding. Folks, there's a lot of this great keys in it that all of us have a function all of us do something functional that we are a baker a a butler a baker a candlestick maker whatever it is okay but when you are able to not only do what you do well but then you make that person who gets access to your brand, feel good about your brand and you're being involved in this. So let's just take a baker. People go to a bakery and they say, I got this brand of cake for your birthday. They're the best. And in Washington, it's, it's, it's a bakery that everybody wants to say, I got a cake. Oh, Georgetown Cupcake. I'll just give them a shout out. Now, they, they they developed a brand. I I mean, people stand in line outside their little store in, in Georgetown, in Washington. I, I, I'm not going to stand in line, but I, I'm not that big into cupcakes, but they did a great job of branding, of branding their business. So when people go and take you a, a box of Georgetown cupcakes, or you take a, a box of a, a candlesticks that are, are specially made, that well-known, Godiva chocolates, whatever, you know that makes others feel good. Oh, this is good. Okay. Okay. So, so you have become the expert. You help Miami and South Beach. Everybody knows South Beach now because of... Bruce Terkel. They know that this place is now the hot place to be when you go to Miami. You got to get there. You help Miami build their brand. What are the secrets to building
0: your brand, Bruce? What are the secrets that people can use to build their brand? It's very easy, really. And it's uh, just a couple words you need to know. And if you follow this this, this diagram, you'll be able to do it. Number one, most important, if you if you get nothing else, get this. All about them. Hmm. all about them stop talking about yourself branding is not a bad blind date well then i went here and then i went there and then i went to school here and then i did this and then i did that no branding is all about how people feel as i said about themselves do a little uh, experiment next time you're watching tv listening to the radio listen to the best brands apple bmw uh ritz carlton whoever you love and you'll notice They don't tell you anything about them. They tell you how awesome you are or you'll be. What does Nike say? They say, just do it. Because they know, we all know we need to exercise. We just don't kind of want to. And they say, Mm. just do it. Mm. All about them. Number two, and this is what you are a master at, Willie. Number two is hearts, then minds. Make Mm. an emotional connection with your consumer and your potential consumer before you make an intellectual consumer. Most of us start with the intellectual. I have this many computers, this many trucks, this many locations. Se habla espanol. Uh, We're the lowest price in town. But people don't care about those things until they want your product. So your cupcake company, I don't really care what they cost. If I'm coming to your house for dinner and I know you dig Georgetown cupcakes, if they cost another buck or so, what difference does it make? What matters is the emotional connection when I hand them to you. When I give you the bottle of Moet to celebrate the occasion, whatever award you just won. So point two is hearts than minds. Point three, make it simple. The Mm. best brands you know, they all describe themselves in one, two, or three words. And don't tell me, oh, I know, but we're so special. We're so creative. We do so many things. No, because Volvo, Porsche, all of these great companies, they say it in one, two, or three words. New York. I love New York, Mm. Las Vegas, what happens here stays here. Miami, it's so Miami. That's all it takes. Point four, make it quick. Mm. Point five, make it yours. What are you going to own? Los Angeles owns movies. New York owns the Big Apple. Doesn't mean you can't shoot movies somewhere else or you can't go to other big cities. DC owns the seat of democracy. Paris owns romance. Miami owns hot, hip, and happening. Mm. What do you own? Doesn't mean others don't do it. Doesn't mean others can't do it, but you own it. Volvo owns safety. Porsche owns performance. Mercedes owns status. Is a Volvo safer than a Mercedes? Who knows? But they own it. Mm. Six, all five senses. Don't just think about what people see and what they hear. Think about what they smell, what they taste and what they touch. Every time they come into interaction with your brand. And finally, point seven: repeat, repeat, repeat. Whatever it is you come up with, you say it over and over and over and over and over again, which, by the way, does not give you the right to be repetitive. You got to come up with new ways of saying it, but- You got to lock it in, baby. You got to stand for something. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly
1: on the Willie Jolly Wealthy's Way Show. We're going to stop for station identification. We'll be right back. Shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback. Or Turn Setbacks into Greenbacks. Or Chicken Soup for the Soul. Or An Attitude of Excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast all over America and around the globe. Now, we're really grateful for each and every one of you who have made this part of your weekly routine and shared it with your family, your friends. And I'm grateful for you now. You know, we got this show going on now with major, major friends who have come to the to the fore who said, we love your show, we love what you're doing, how you're inspiring people, and you're working to help people to really grow. And one of those people who has come to the fore is Truist Financial. We, we're sponsored by Truist, the bank that's here for better. BB&T and SunTrust Sun Trust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Let me give you just one example of what that means. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion, that's billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful change, meaningful change for all folks who are striving to do more, be more, and achieve more. I hope you'll check them out at truest.com. Let me spell it for you it's T R U ist.com dot Truist Financial member FDIC. My special guest today is a Hall of Fame speaker. He is in the Speaker Hall of Fame with uh, me. I'm grateful to be, but all the greats uh, are <laughs> grateful to be in there. I don't know how I slipped in, but Les you Brown, uh, yeah, <laughs> Les Brown and Jack Canfield and Zig Ziglar was a member, and Brian Tracy and Jim Rohn, and so we're grateful that many of the greats are in that, and we're grateful that we're both in it. And then he also is the group The icon for branding in America and around the world. People all over the world calling this guy. And he is excitingly having a new uh, release of his new book. And it is a terrific book. It is called Is That All There Is? Is That All There Is? And it's a, I mean, it's a huge book. I mean, Bruce, you didn't waste it. I mean, you didn't throw something in this. You've really put time and energy into this book. Let's talk about the book. Tell us about the book
0: and how it came to be and what it's all about. Well, thank you. My last book was called All About Them. It was the fourth book I wrote about marketing. In fact, in the last segment, we talked about the concept of All About Them And my publisher wanted the sequel, which would have been Hearts Than Minds, the next point in the seven points that we discussed. But I got to tell you, I didn't want to write it. It just didn't interest me that much to do another book on how to build brands because there were bigger things going on in my mind, in my business. And I had people who came to me all the time. Willie, I'm talking like every two weeks, friends of mine who were doctors, lawyers, engineers, I mean, successful people. And they were, you know, can I, hey, Bruce, can I take you to lunch? I want to pick your brain. And I thought they wanted free marketing advice. But really what they always wanted to talk about was that they had reached a level of success in their lives and they weren't happy and they mm. didn't know what to do. Now, you might be wondering why were they coming to me? Because I was certainly wondering that. Um, but what they would explain to me was that they saw what I did for a living. I ran an ad agency I was flying around the world shooting commercials. I play in a band, you know, as we discussed. Um, I speak at conferences. You and I have seen each other in amazing places around the globe. Um, I was doing all these different things. And they thought, wow, you're living the life I want to live. So I didn't really have an answer for them. But I did tell each one of them, you know, I don't know what, I don't really know what to tell you you should do. But a lot of people ask me this question. If I were you, I would keep a journal. Mm. because People are going to want to know about this journey you're going through. And then one day, I'm someone's asking me again, and I'm going to meet with them. And I'm thinking, why do I continue to tell people, you ought to keep a journal? Why don't I do it? Because <laughs> us, I've been running this business for 30 years. And as great as it was, I wanted to do something else. So I actually started to do it. I actually started to pay attention to what was going on. And here's what I learned any of us who have reached a level of relative success. And I use the word relative because none of us look at our lives and go, yeah, well, I've done everything I want to do, or I have got everything I want. And we see such incredible affluence. I mean, Zuckerberg and Elon Musk and Oprah Winfrey, that we don't think we've been successful sometimes, but right. yeah, we're not debating whether we're going to take the Lear or the Gulf stream to Gestad for the season. But on the other hand, we're not worried about the existential issues that used to concern us when we were scrabbling our way up. How am I going to make payroll? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And so we start to say, is that all there is? It mm. used to be called a midlife crisis, but the problem is you can't have a midlife crisis until you know when end of life is, right? Used right. To, be, you to be 62, so midlife was 31. Well, I tell you what, at 31, I was not middle-aged, and I certainly don't feel middle-aged now at my age. So. right. There's a bigger sense of ennui, there's a bigger sense of dissatisfaction. Now, stir in COVID. COVID kicked us all in the head. We sheltered in place, we lost loved ones, we had to re reorganize. I mean, you and I had full speaking schedules around the world that on March 15th, 2020 went poof. That's right. Disappeared. I don't even want to tell you how much money if you put yours and mine together. Woo, yep. We could do that truest program, you know? <laughs> so, Absolutely. I mean, I, well, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it, there's nothing we can do about it, but it did give people the chance to think, I don't want to do this anymore. So I went out and I spoke to about 50 very successful people who had pivoted their lives successfully. And mm. I, I said, tell me your story. Tell me your disappointments. Tell me what you went through and then i because i'm a marketing guy i looked for the re- reoccurring patterns i looked for where people agreed i looked for where people disagreed because let's face it what works for you might not work for me what right. floats your boat might be something i wouldn't do if you paid me double who knows right i didn't want it to be here's my recommendations because what do they say you teach what you need to learn i was learning how i was going to move my life forward When you said, wow, this is a big, thick book. Let me tell you something. When I handed in the manuscript, the publisher said to me, dude, that's a 700 page book. Nobody's going to read it. So we had to edit it down to get it to where it is now. I've already got 150 pages of the sequel done because I was so turned on by this because it's a universal truth. The facts are different where you grew up, where I grew up, how many kids you have, how many kids I have, what you want to do, what I want to do, and all the other people in the book. The facts are different, but the truths are the same.
1: Mm, say that again. The facts are, are different, the facts but the are
0: truths different are, the are the same.
1: same. Wow. No,
0: you and I don't look the same. We don't speak the same. We don't worship in the same house of worship. The facts are different, but the truths, what are we looking for? We're looking for fulfillment. We're looking to matter. We're looking for relevance. We're looking to be helpful. We're looking to leave the world a better place than it is now. We're looking for a level of material pleasure. I mean, all of those the truths are universal. Your truths and my truths, are values, I believe are very similar. And that's what I found across the board. But I also found that people take those journeys in very, very different ways.
1: Wow, it's a fantastic book. Tell them where what the name again is, and we want to make sure people know where they can get it.
0: Yeah, the, the name is "Is That All There Is?" It's based on the um, the Peggy Lee song she sang. "Is That All There Is?" She said, "You know, this went wrong, and this went wrong, and this went wrong, and if all these things went wrong, if that all there is, you might as well keep dancing." And so that was my inspiration. Uh, in fact, you could probably sing that song and do a beautiful job with it. So well. The book, so, you know, you can find it on Amazon. That's the easiest way. You can find it in bookstores. Uh, but Is That All There Is by Bruce Turkel? And you can get the Kindle or the hardcover or the softcover, whatever makes you happy.
1: And I want y'all to know Bruce Turkel, T-U-R-K-E-L, T-U-R-K-E-L. E-L, Bruce Turkel. And if you just Google him, you'll see all the great things he's done. One of the people you interview was our dear friend, uh, Gail Carson, who recently passed away, but you know, what a wonderful spirit. She was in her, I think Gail was in her eighties. I think she was in her eighties, uh, but she, it, Huh? you didn't want it told when she was alive. <laughs> That's right, but she lived, oh my goodness you would not have known it when you're around her she had such a youthful presence a youthful energy uh, what 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 is what are some of the things that
0: that made you choose the people you chose people well, like gail well so you meet gail you kind of got to have to choose gail right and yeah here was a woman who was in her mid 80s and ran three internet radio stations now you and I both know internet radio stations haven't been around that long. So right. clearly it started after she passed retirement age. So I knew she had changes in her life. But mm. when she when she laid her story out, I had no idea of the things she went through. I had no idea of the medical issues she had. Remember, people don't only change their lives for good reasons. Right. They change their lives because of disease, because of debt, because of death, because of disappointment, disillusionment, disasters. Uh, people, you know, move, get up and move out of countries. My grandparents left Eastern Europe to keep from being killed. My wife's family left Cuba to keep from being put in jail. Um, people come from your, your family story is that's
1: right. right. It ain't
0: a story of, of gold and, uh, and rainbows and unicorns. People change their lives for lots of reasons. Right. The question becomes, what do you do with it? And what do you want to do? Willie, if you say to people, what do you want? They pretty much say one of two things. I want to be happy or I want to be fulfilled. I got to tell you, that's kind of like a Hallmark greeting card. It doesn't actually mean anything. What do you mean be happy? Walk around laughing all day? Do you want to be joyous? Do you want to be giddy? What do you want? And people don't ask themselves the question because as I learned in the book, most of us do things based on what other people told us to do. Our parents told us where to go to school. Our grandparents told us, especially if they came from hardship, you can be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or a business person, accountant. That's it. Right. Maybe a Maybe a guidance counselor told you what to do. Maybe a boyfriend or girlfriend or a spouse. And at some point, you wake up and you say, "Why the heck am I doing this?" Well, I want to show people what they can be doing that'll turn them on, make them happy. Fulfill them and help them make the world a better place.
1: Wow! Wow! Now, real quick, we got about a minute and a half before our next break. Um, You looked at all of these interviews and everything they told you. Did you find they agreed on the best ways to change lives? What was the what? What what was what's something that was common among all those folks who who made that pivot?
0: I'll give you a very very firm yes and no. People agreed on a lot of things and they disagreed on a lot of things. But the best thing that I heard, a guy by the name of Terry Bell sold a business, made huge money, and then was diagnosed with a horrible disease. And so people would say to him, hey, Terry, do you ever stop and say, why me? And he said, you know, I never do. Because the day after I sold my business, I looked at, I went online, I looked at the number in my bank account. I didn't say, why me? He said, why not me? Mm. Wow. And that has stuck with me. I want to go out and do something. Why not me? Something mm. didn't work. Why not me? Why wow. not me? That's folks.
1: The- Woo folks. I hope y'all are getting this because stuff happens to us all and life has setbacks. You know, I wrote a book, a setback is a setup for a comeback that's taken me around the globe, but why not me? Why not me live the dream? Why not me be the next success story? Why not me? What happens when stuff bad ha- happens? Why not me? It happens to everybody. Everybody gets their shot. But here's what we can do. What can you do to pivot, turn that setback into a comeback? We're going to take a quick break. We got more to come with my friend Bruce Turkell. And I'm telling you, folks, you want to stay tuned because the best is still yet to come. We'll be right back. <laughs> Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me, you can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call And call me. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And my special guest, my dear friend, Bruce Turkel. And I'm talking about his book. And the book is called Is That All There Is? Is That All There Is? And it is a incredible book. I have been reading and taking notes and earmarking and, 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 and making uh, all sorts of uh, notes in the margins because that's what I do when I read books. I'm looking to grow. Uh, Here's uh here's one I loved. My friend Mike Tomas, his father, used to say, don't bring me problems. I got plenty of problems. Bring me solutions. That's what I tried to do. He said, Bruce said, I thrived on solutions, and that helped me to build a business. Uh, also, uh, I like this one. Uh, I used to think that... What part of some the universe will provide pseudo-spiritual belief system? When you broadcast your intentions to the universe, poof, the teacher will materialize out of thin air. What I discovered was that the teacher was always there. What has changed was my willingness to pay attention and learn. Woo! Man, this is good, good, good. This is good. This is a great book. I want to encourage you to get the book. Again, Bruce, tell people where they can, well, two things. I want you to tell them where they can reach you first, because somebody might say, I need to have this guy uh, on my team to come speak for my group or to be a consultant for my organization. Where can they reach you? What's your web or wherever you contact and your social media? And then uh, tell them where they can get the book, the name of the book and where they can get it.
0: Thank you. You know, I said that one of the rules is make it simple. So yes. of course I would make it simple. So if you go on the web, it's Bruce My last name is T U R K E L Bruce If you want to send me an email, it's Bruce at Bruce <laughs> um, I'm on all the social media. I have a wonderful social media assistant and she makes sure that everything is up and I respond to everything. She nags me. So You reach out, I will respond. The book is on Amazon. It's in bookstores. Uh, It's under my name, Bruce Turkel, and the book is, Is That All There Is?
1: All right, and next question, how has the book changed your life? How has it changed you? Because I know that you invested not only time and energy, but also your spirit into this. How does the book change Bruce Turkel?
0: Well, remember, I said that we teach what we need to learn. I wrote this book because I was dealing with this issue. Um, And so it changed me because I spoke to 45 people and I listened to what they did. So I had 45 mentors on this journey into the next stage of my life. It changed me because I realized that we have to know where we're going. You may not get exactly where you think you're going. Things are going to happen. Things are going to change. But you got to have a plan. You have to have thought it out. When you went to high school and college, you just didn't take classes willy-nilly, right? They said, right. you gotta take uh, Economics 101 and you gotta take Literature 203. They gave you a club program. When you got a job, your employer puts you in a trainee program or said, do this, this, and this. If you started a business, you went out and you learned how to do it. But you don't do it for your life. And I find that really bizarre. I didn't find it bizarre before, but I certainly did afterwards. And the reason was, because the people I spoke to and the people I interview in the book, they say, I wanted to do this, so I talked to so-and-so. I wanted to do that, so I traveled to such-and-such. They made conscious decisions to make something happen. It wow. doesn't arrive out of whole cloth. Now, things might happen. You could win the lottery, right? You could, right. Right. but I wouldn't count on it. Right. If it happens, wonderful. Great. So Got to be delivered. New, my new word, having written this book, and I don't even know if the word shows up in the book, but my new word is intentionality.
1: Intentionality. I love that. It's something about being intentional. I made a decision to be intentional about what I wanted to make happen or do, and then things started lining up because I did not stop and I was focused. There's something about focus, too.
0: Because you know what you want. And you know what you think you should do to get it. Doesn't mean you're gonna be right, but that's right. okay. You're hmm. learning on the path.
1: Okay, I do something in every interview, Bruce, that I wanna do with you. Branding guru, uh, well known, uh, colleges calling you all the time to ask for you to. Uh, bring your expertise to their students via whatever form you're able to do it, whether it's a book or whether you do an online program or something. Let's say you came to D.C., I picked you up, and we went to uh, one of the great universities, Howard, an American, or Georgetown, GW, and, and we went to a business class of business students, and they wanted to know how to be successful, how to grow a business, a brand, how to create value. What are the you got us? You gotta do this. If you're gonna be successful and build a great brand, you gotta do this. Tell us what you got us.
0: You gotta pay attention to people. Mm. We all talk about IQ. You know that smart friend of yours, oh man, his IQ or her IQ is off the charts, but we don't talk about EQ, emotional quotient. We talk about mm. intellectual quotient. You gotta learn how to work with people. You mm. have to pay attention to everybody. You can't just pay attention to the people you think are going to help you on the way up. you got to pay attention to the woman at the front door. you got to pay attention to the guy sweeping the floor. you got to pay attention to everybody because people do business with people they like. There's three key words to know, know, like, and trust. Okay. We do business with people we know, like and trust. We go out to dinner with people we know, like and trust. We do favors for people we know, like and trust. We have relationships with people we know, like and trust. If it's something, if you're looking for a, if you're dating, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's all marketing in my mind, right? What do they say? If the only tool you have is a hammer, every solution is a nail. Right. Um, it's all about know, like, and trust. EQ okay. is critical.
1: Great, great. Another you gotta.
0: No, you got it. You got to focus on the soft skills. Every school focuses on the hard skills, understanding accounting, understanding economics. You got to understand culture. You have to understand psychology. You have to understand art. You have to understand music because those are the things that touch people's hearts. And Mm. nothing is built for other machines. Things are built for people. People say to me all the time, well, you know, that's B2C, business to consumer, but I'm in the B2B, business to business business, and it's not about hearts, it's about numbers. And I say, no, 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 you're in the P2P business, people to people, Mm. because everybody you're going to sell to, work for, want to hire you, they have to answer to somebody. They either answer to their supervisor, their boss, their spouse, their shareholders, nobody's in charge, there's always someone up ahead, up above rather you got to focus, again, on those soft skills.
1: Wow. Wow. Woo-wee. Well, closing thoughts. Any closing thoughts we got from you, Bruce Turkel, as we send people out to build a great brand that impacts people in a mighty way and makes people want to draw uh, to them, bring to them, and bring their dollars to them so that they can have wealth that continues over generations? Any, any closing thoughts?
0: Yes, I, I'm a big believer in closing the loop and coming full circle. And you remember I opened by talking about the time you and I met and how yes. you inspired me to play a piece of music better than I'd ever played it with a group of people I'd never met and you helped establish my brand. Well, I want the folks who, who listen to your show and maybe one day are watching your show I want them to think not about what I talked about. I'm another guest on the show. I want them to think about how you handle it because I'm on these shows all the time. As you mentioned, I'm on TV news a lot, and it's all about the anchor. Now, we think the anchor is just sitting there asking questions and it's about the guest, but it's not. You inspire me to talk about things more openly, more excitedly, more in- hopefully intelligently because of the way you present yourself. People Mm -hmm. come on your show because they get to speak to you. You were very nice to say, I have successful friends who are very busy, but no, no, no. This is a e-ticket pal to be on the Willie Jolly show because of who you are. Remember I said, people don't choose what you do. They choose who you are. Don't emulate what Willie knows, what he learned, emulate who he is is how he presents himself and then you'll know what you need to do in order to have your own success
1: man my friend bruce turkel i want everybody to go to dot and get this book Get this book now. Get a couple copies. Get
0: one for you. Yeah, and give it as yourself. gifts. It's a great yeah. Christmas or yeah. Hanukkah present.
1: It really is. Is that all there is? I highly recommend. You will be inspired as I've been inspired. I also want to thank uh, my sponsor, Truist Financial, who has been so gracious and so kind. You know, we had the CEO recently, and my friend Nito Cobain is on the board. Truist is exciting to be partnering with us, and we're excited to be partnering with them. bb and and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives. That's why they were excited, because that's what I want to do, inspire people. So check out what Truist is unleashing in the potential for people around the world. Go to truist.com. And I want to thank all of you. I want to encourage you, every each and every one of you to do a couple things. I want you to join us every Monday night, Monday night at 9, p.m eastern time where we will be doing make love make money make it last the broadcast talking about marriage issues and how we can help you my wife and i've been married for 36 years i asked bruce he asked me a great question at the beginning but offline he said how long you been married i said 36 years how about you he said i would give you the marketing guys answer not long enough
0: (laughs) you know the best thing about that if you're with another couple When you say not long enough, not only does my wife go, oh, but the other wife turns to her husband and hits him and says, why don't you ever say that? So I win twice. You win twice. So look, join us.
1: As he's told you, I I'm, I'm tell you, that's a great answer. That's a marketing guy and he understands branding. So join us Monday nights, nine o'clock on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram and then on my LinkedIn Live, Willie Jolly. And then remember to go to winwithwilly.com for resources to help you win more. And remember, you can make the most of each and every minute by just joining me and signing up for my newsletter where I'll send you a free video Monday through Friday's one minute of motivation to help you grow and to live your best life this is dr willie jolly on the willie jolly wealthy way show and for sure for sure for sure your best is yet to come god bless you have a great day and a great week on purpose thank you